Today's show is brought to you by Active. Active is a fabulous app and robust online community that allows you access to top-notch, motivating personal trainers who guide you through an audio-based workout that is timed to your choosing with fun, perfectly synchronized music. I like to think of it like Netflix for fitness. Active gives members unlimited access to their entire bank of high-end trainer-led workout classes. If you're looking for fresh, high-quality, on-the-go, motivating workouts that adapt to your lifestyle, I highly recommend Active. In fact, if you head over to the Curator Playlist section of Active, you will see a familiar face. I chose seven of my favorite Active workouts so that you can kind of get a sneak peek into my own routine. Everything from well-rounded mix of intense cardio to restorative serenity. I hope you enjoy it. And then because they're just the best, Active is even offering Fed and Fit listeners a free 30-day trial when you sign up for a monthly subscription at www.aaptiv.com. Be sure to enter the promo code FEDANDFIT, one word, at checkout, and your first 30 days are on the house. Welcome back to another episode of the Fed and Fit Podcast. Today is a very special episode because instead of calling in with my interviewee, interviewee, (laughs) sometimes those puzzle me, I'm sitting right next to her. I'm joined today by my friend Jessica Gertner, who is the blogger behind Paleo-ish. She is the mom of two adorable kiddos, a licensed and certified athletic trainer who works for Rosti, and she's joining us today to talk about the importance of recovery and um, really just taking care of ourselves, especially if we're living these active, healthy lifestyles. Welcome to the show, Jess. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to be here in my my own house. I know. Thank you for coming over. Oh, you know what? <laughs> Anytime. I will I will lug this microphone over here if it means I get to see that sweet puppy dog of I yours. Know. He's so precious. I love he him is. Much. Jess just adopted a great Pyrenees puppy. He's five months old now. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. He's a handful. He, you saw him. He is so <laughs> cute. He's a mini Gus, but he's different though because he has like some color to him. Mm-hmm. I think he's... He's precious. He does. He's got a little badger in him. Yes, he does. The Great Pyrenees, if anybody's listening, doesn't know what we're talking about. Great Pyrenees are these big polar bear looking dogs. And we have a four-year-old at home. um, And he's mostly white. He's got some blonde spots. Um, And then their other coloration is called badger, where they have these big, really cool, almost St. Bernard kind of spots Mm -hmm. on them. Um, And Ollie's got a couple of those. He's so cute. He's precious. Did Gus have the crimped... Like when he gets wet on his ears, does his hair crimp up? Like Yes. Oh my gosh. I saw that after his first bath this weekend. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, hair envy because Man. Do you remember natural. Do you remember back in middle school when that those crimpers were I all do. the rage? That's I exactly what totally it looks do. like. I know. <laughs> Lucky. Oh man. Okay, so um, I have some questions for Jess. She really is just has a wealth of knowledge. Um when it really comes to taking really good care of yourself. And she's constantly reminding me if I complain about um, a pain in my shoulder or my knee or something, and I've been complaining about it for a while, she's like, Cassie, you should go get that taken care of. (laughs) 
Arasti's right at your doorstep. I know. <laughs> um, so anyways, tell folks a little bit more about yourself. Tell them about Arasti if they're unfamiliar with it. Okay. Um, and yeah, and really what drew you to this industry. Okay. Um, so Cassie did a great job of, of introducing me. Um, but like she said, I'm a, a licensed and certified athletic trainer. So before I worked for Arasti, I worked with collegiate sports teams. So um not personal training, which it gets confused a lot of the time, um, but um, personal training is very necessary. We work on the injury prevention, treatment, uh, rehabilitation side of things. So I was a collegiate athletic trainer. Um, I was the head athletic trainer at Shriner University, which is a tiny little college here in I Texas. I had no idea. Do you know Shriner? Yes. Okay. So I worked there right out of graduate school. Okay. Um, and then I most recently was at University Incarnate Word here mm-hmm. in San Antonio um, and was the assistant athletic trainer there. Got my degrees from Texas Lutheran, mm-hmm. um, my undergrad degree, and then my master's degree is from James Madison University, which is in Virginia. Gotcha. So um, James Madison is kind of like, I would compare it to like Texas State-ish in San Marcos. Um, it's like a state school, big school. Um Right awesome. in the Blue Ridge Mountains. It was super fun. Um, yeah, very fun education experience. Um, but anyway, so I love athletic training, but having kiddos kind of changed everything because with athletic training, you're constantly traveling. Mm. Um, so with you know the sports teams I was working with, um, we were on the road from like Thursday to Sunday a lot of the time. So had our first kiddo and realized like that was probably not going to be... Mm-hmm sustainable for the long term though many people do do it i just it was almost impossible um so a friend told me about arosti and i'd heard of a little bit about it through the athletic training world but went through the interview process actually got hired right after our first kid was born so mm-hmm. it all worked out perfectly um so now i work for arosti and i will kind of delve a little bit more into what arosti is um, but I started there doing the rehabilitation exercises as part of the treat, what we call the treatment teams. Um, and then recently I just moved into a new role, um, a business development manager. So it's kind of cool with this role, I get to go around and talk to people about Arosti, educate them, um, mostly physicians, mm-hmm. uh, people who will be seeing soft tissue injuries, um, and then might not know where best to send them. And since we specialize in soft tissue, my job is to kind of say, hey, we're an option here. You know, we can help help your patients. Awesome. So that's a little bit about me. I also am married um, five years now, two kiddos, um, Bear and Camille, who I love so much. Um, and my husband is amazing. He used to work for Rossi too. Um, and then we also have our two puppies. So you mentioned Ollie, who is mm-hmm. the, our new addition. And then we also have Lexi, who is our old lady. She's mm-hmm. 12. So She's the sweetest. Oh, she's the best. We're... Definitely going to miss her when her time is, yeah. is up. So. Oh, man. Well, yeah. that's awesome. So tell us a little bit more about, um, I guess, injury prevention in particular and how Arasi really fits into somebody who's looking to establish more of a practice um, in trying to prevent or, re- or heal from sports injuries. Yeah. So Arasi, so a little bit about Arasi. Yeah. 
Um, Arasti stands for the Applied Integration for the Rapid Recovery of Soft Tissue Injury. I had no idea yeah, it stood for so something. <laughs> what is that? An acronym, right? Yeah. I don't even know. Um, so it's an acronym. Uh, a lot of people are like, oh, is it Dr. Arasti or is Arasti a technique or, you know, what is Arasti basically? Um, and so it's actually an acronym. Huh. So now you know. I like it. Um, there is no Dr. Arasti. Arasti <laughs> is not a certain type of treatment that we do or anything like that. So it's a, it's a group of providers. So we hire chiropractors and physical therapists Mm -hmm. um, and basically what we're treating is soft tissue injuries so anything musculoskeletally um, as long as it's not completely torn or broken so we're talking sprains strains even severe sprains or strains Hmm. um, we can work on and we typically are resolving those injuries within an average of 3.2 visits wow so yeah it's pretty fast so that's the rapid recovery part um, and that's an average. Of course, some things take a little bit longer. Some t- things take less time depending on the cr- chronicity. Chronis- is that Ooh, a word? I like it. <laughs> I want it to be a word if it's not. <laughs> the chronic nature. Okay, um, sure. Or acuteness of it. So uh, Chronicity is my new favorite I like word. It. I play um, hangman with Austin. That's going to be my next one. Use it. We'll see. <laughs> um, so, yeah, average 3.2 visits. Um, it's, it's not... So what we're doing is we spend an hour of one-on-one time with the patient. So 30 minutes is spent with our provider, like I said, who's a chiropractor or a physical therapist. They're going to do a super in-depth evaluation. So that's orthopedic, neuromuscular, functional testing. They're going to try and identify why you're having the pain that you're having or whatever it is, the issue that you're coming in for. Okay. Um, based on you know looking at your movement, talking about your patterns and habits, um, they're going to nail that down, and then they're going to treat you for the first half of the visit with their thumb. So it's a it's just a manual therapy technique. It's hmm. not like we've come up with anything that's just mind-blowingly new. Mm-hmm. Um, it, we're just really good at it. So it's soft tissue release. Um, they're going to work very specific parts, you know. So it's not just like a general massage technique. People are always like, oh, it's like a deep tissue massage. Not really, because we're not going all over the body, and mm-hmm. it's a little bit more intense. Got it. Some people will say that it really is uncomfortable, mm-hmm. um, but it's just a very short period of time, and then afterwards, the relief is almost instantaneous. Um, and so that's the first half of the visit, and then the second half is going to be with a certified recovery specialist, so okay. that's what my role was first mm-hmm. um, before I moved into the business side of things. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to, based on the evaluation, we're going to target, you know, do you need to continue to do... Um, what we call self myofascial release. So that's the stuff with foam rollers, lacrosse balls, mm. all that good stuff. Um, do we need to stretch some areas? Do we need to strengthen? Because stability is also a huge issue. Mm. Um, it can be a huge contributing factor. So we're going to really come up with some targeted individualized rehab for you. Patient education is huge. So we're going to give you homework and we're going to expect you to really Stick with it. We don't want to see you back in the office. So that's Mm -hmm. our big thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Traditional physical therapy, you know, you'll go for about 15, 20 visits depending on what's going on. Um, Mm -hmm. And we we really don't want to see you long term. We want to fix you, tell you what you need to do, and allow you to use that that at home rather than having to come and see us. I love it. A lot. I love it. I mean, that's really, really great. It's kind of like a new... I mean, thinking about it in the nutrition world... um, I have I don't want folks to feel like they constantly have to do these nutrition challenges and these, you know, paleo challenges yeah. in perpetuity because that's not the point that you're not learning things. Perpetuity <laughs> What does that mean? Perpetuity. 
was in my marriage vows. <laughs> You're like, I just, I have no idea what I was promising, but I said perpetuity. But I said it in perpetuity. <laughs> I think it just means um, for forever. Yeah. And I just, you know, that's not the idea. Mm-hmm. The idea is to learn how to go home with some great takeaways, figure out what's right for you and how then to make it into your own lifestyle. And it sounds like that's right in line with the philosophies yeah. of the business. Because I would yeah. assume that then the lacrosse ball type therapy and the foam rolling, you learn some techniques mm-hmm. and then folks can, like you said, you've got homework, right. but then you can then take um, care of yourself. Take care of yourself. Yeah. yeah. That's our goal. And so... I think we'll probably dive into this a little bit more as we talk about more questions, but our goal is to really just teach you techniques. So mm-hmm. we liken it to, so self myofascial release, using the foam roller, um, using the lacrosse ball. You're specifically working on fascial tissue. Okay. So fascia is all over the body. Um, it's connective tissue. It connects everything to everything. Okay. But basically what, what our practitioners are working on when they're treating you is distortions in that tissue or mm. adhesions, things that get tight, the knots, quote unquote, that you feel that you ask you yeah. know, the hubs to like rub out. Yeah. Um, so that's what we're working on with the tools. And so basically it's like a toothbrush for your body. So you brush your teeth every day, twice a day, not because you have a problem, mm-hmm. but because you want to prevent tooth decay, whatever, yeah. plaque buildup, all that stuff. You don't want to have to go to the dentist. Mm-hmm. Um, so the foam roller cross ball are like toothbrush, you know, brushing your teeth on the daily for your body. So your tissues, it's just taking care of everything. So, and musculoskeletal mm. injury, um, I would say probably, I wish I knew the statistic, but as far as what you, people are being seen for, you know, across the board in the healthcare industry, it's a huge, like probably the top issue that we're seeing besides, you know, the diabetes and, and yeah. nutrition related um, ailments. So it's huge. If you can take care of yourself and stay out of the doctor's office, I feel mm-hmm. like that would just empower people tremendously. Yeah, it's right in line with it's preventative medicine, right? Or I guess it's preventative self care. Yes, exactly. Um, that's so cool. Man, yeah. I love it. Yeah. Okay, so. I mean, that, that touches on briefly the next question I had for you, but just the importance of mobility overall. Because it's a, it's, a, it's a term that's thrown around a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I talk about it in my book a little bit, the importance yeah. of mobility. It's part mm-hmm. of what I call the savvy seven. Um, but it's I, very fancy. Isn't that fancy? <laughs> it doesn't stand for anything. <laughs> you just came up with that your own, didn't you? I did. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, cause the, so that what I consider to be the seven components – savvy components Mm -hmm. of a mixed fitness program speaking specifically to physical activity Mm -hmm. right they're going to be strength endurance mobility's in there rest is in there Mm -hmm. fun is in there and then blinking on the other two but there's seven water sleep no sleep those are those are part of the another pillar coffee (laughs) (laughs) yes that's the savvy bonus Um, as Jess and I are sipping more coffee. I know. Um, no, no, but yeah, no. so it's a, it's a really important component, but it's no. something that is often just thrown around mm-hmm. and not specifically addressed in a lot of conversation. When yeah. you go to the gym, um, unless you're going to a place where there's somebody who's writing the programming that places a huge importance on mobility, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's not necessarily an intuitive thing to fit in to your overall physical fitness activity. So what would you say if you really wanted to drive home a point to somebody listening here who's heard of mobility but hasn't really given it that much thought or taken it that seriously, what would you say is the overall 
um, most important thing to remember about it and why it should be a priority? So I like, when I talk about mobility, um, one thing that really just kind of like flicks a light bulb on in a lot of people's head is when I, when I talk about this study that was done, um, I don't have all the specifics I wish I did, but (laughs) basically it was a study done, um, Mm -hmm. on middle-aged and older people. So like we're talking like 40 to 65 range. Um, and basically they were asked to get down on the, to the floor and get up off the floor without using like their hands to help them, their knees, like extra. So basically if you could get up and down without using your limbs to support yourself, Mm -hmm. then that was a perfect score. So the more you used things to assist you, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, you got points taken off. And so what they found is that the, the more points you, I guess you accumulated points for every time you were, you know, assisting yourself, the more points you have, this sounds terrible. I don't want to scare anybody, but the more likely you were to die in the next six years. What? So yeah, that's crazy. Um, It's just one study. So you can kind of take it for what it is. Sure. But basically what I take from that is when you start to lose your ability to move, um, you know, get up off the floor, get up off the couch, a chair, um, even just walk, then your, your health really starts to take a significant dive. Mm. Um, and that's when we see, you know, people that when they start, when they go into a nursing home, for instance, um, they stop doing their daily routines, they stop being mobile, they stop being active. And that's when we, we tend to see a lot of people just start to deteriorate pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, to tie into that mobility is huge. And what that means is just keeping your tissue, your body, muscles, tendons, ligaments, all of that, um, happy, supple, loose. Um, there's a saying that we say in the clinic, healthy tissue doesn't hurt. So mm. you should be able to really get to a point where I know, um, <laughs> I'm like thinking, I don't know, my shoulder I know. may not be very healthy right now. I don't know now. if anybody that actually can, has ever come to our clinic that was just like, I feel great. This lacrosse <laughs> doesn't bother me at all. Um, but that just means that's just a sign, especially today that we do so much that is taking away from mobility that it's really, really necessary. So, um, you know, the body is designed to do amazing things. You know, for instance, like parkour. That's mm-hmm. something crazy I could never do. <laughs> but, you know, people do that with no problem. So our body is designed to move and, and be fluid. Um, and when we are sitting in a chair all day, uh, we're, you know, typing on computers or we're on our Instagram scrolling forever, mm-hmm. we're in these positions that really, you know, result in restricted mobility. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if I'm addressing your question no you are uh, i'm kind of going off on a tangent here but um, you know it's without mobility we're not able to do the things that the body is designed to do i guess is my point it makes perfect sense yeah. and if you know if we think about injury when, when we when we have pain or we have some sort of an injury it keeps us from wanting to stay physically fit mm-hmm. right because if my knee hurts for whatever reason or my shoulder hurts, I'm probably going to take some time off from going to the gym. Right. Um, and, and, and they then, might emotionally e- yeah. eat because you're sad. You exactly. Know, it's like a down, downhill. It is. I can see. I can see how um, it would trickle into just an overall unhealthy, more more unhealthy state of mind. Absolutely. Um, or state of living. That's interesting. So what are some ways, I mean, you've talked a little bit about having some pain in muscle tissue, but what are some other signs that somebody could benefit from um, some therapeutic, um, just 
mobility type practices, injury prevention type practices. What are, if someone were sitting there in the car listening to this show right now, um, what are the questions you would have them ask of themselves? So first and foremost, I would just encourage everyone to get a foam roller, foam roller or lacrosse ball. You can even shoot. I mean, you could even get a tennis ball or a baseball, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically just explore your body. Okay. okay. So I'm talking, some of the big things that we look at in the clinic would be um, it's like hip flexors. We're talking quads, hamstrings, um, you know, shoulder, pec, pec muscles, because mm-hmm. we're in this kind mm-hmm. of hunched position all the time. They get tight um, between the shoulder blades really using those tools all over and just seeing what's there because you might what find, hurts. yeah, what hurts. So you might find that you put a ball somewhere, the foam roller somewhere and it doesn't bother you that much. And that's totally normal, hmm. but you may find some areas that are like, Whoa, okay. I can barely, you know, put any pressure on those areas. Um, so that's a sign, mm-hmm. a number one sign, because like I said, you should get to a point where you're able to check it every week or so. And, you know, just, kind of work a few areas instead of being like, my whole body needs help. Mm -hmm. Um, And you get to that maintenance point. So that's the first kind of sign. Got it. Um, Second sign would be, I mean, injury. So Mm -hmm. that's kind of, it's building up. So maybe, yeah, you haven't done anything to, you know, maintain your tissues. And then you start, you know, getting a little tweak in the back. You're feeling after CrossFit feels Mm -hmm. tight and it kind of lasts for a long time. Mm -hmm. So at that point, you know, some people will do one of two things. They'll either ignore it and continue (laughs) to push through, Mm -hmm. um, or they'll kind of back off. They'll listen to their body. And we talk about that a lot of time with nutrition, Mm -hmm. you know, when you're trying different foods, Mm -hmm. be mindful of the effect that what your body's telling you, right? I don't like this food or whatever. So the same thing with with your exercise patterns or your injury, mm-hmm. um, if your body is telling you, hey, like this is not feeling good, then you need to take some time off. You know, trying to determine, you know, what it is that caused the injury is also a huge mm-hmm. thing. Um, you can either have someone that you, you know, trust like a personal trainer or a CrossFit coach, someone that kind of has an understanding of, you know, what might be related to the injury or of course a Rosti. Um, mm-hmm. if it gets to that point, we're really trained in, you know, addressing and, and seeing the root cause of injury. Hmm. Um, so injury is the second one. That's a big sign that you need to start to do some self care. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also anybody that's, I would say nowadays, this is true for, for everybody really, but anybody that's doing repetitive, um, the same movements over and over and over again throughout their daily life. So whether that's exercise, mm-hmm. um, you're doing tennis over and over and over again, cause that's something that you love to do, or you're sitting at your computer all day, clicking the mouse or editing photos or writing blog posts or stirring mm-hmm. a pot or chopping the sweet potatoes. Yes. So hurts. You know, you <laughs> would be surprised because we do see the most random things. It's like, okay, I might cook. I have, I'm in this position. Now I have, elbow pain because I'm constantly chopping or stirring vegetables. So we treat that um, a lot. So anybody that's doing those those activities over and over again are going to probably develop, eventually break down in some some way, shape, or fashion. Um, Got and it. That's when we'll see them. That's so interesting. So yeah. just kind of be aware of those things. And I'm, I mean, hearing you talk, <coughs> excuse me, Jess has been talking to me about 
going and possibly getting treated for a while. <laughs> I have. And Since I, I first met you. I know. <laughs> it's been like a year. I think you need to. Uh, what is that <laughs> saying? Sometimes I'm not a doctor, but it's like sometimes doctors make the, the worst, worst patients. patients. <laughs> totally. I mean, you're, I'm preaching to the choir or you're preaching. I'm preaching to the choir. Calling the pedal. Yeah. The pedal black. Um, I know all this stuff, but it's hard. And I get it that. Is. And we see that a lot of times with, with patients because... You know everyone's busy mm-hmm. um, and it's new and you have mm-hmm. and I'm sure that once I get into a habit just like with all healthy practices once you get into a habit of doing it um, and maybe even you start to see the benefits mm-hmm. like let's say you go grain-free for a little while and you start to see the benefits of it and it becomes um, second nature then all of a sudden to you know not sweat when you order a hamburger without the right. bun or whatever it is it becomes so much easier and you wonder why didn't I do this yeah. sooner so I'm sure that's going to be the same thing with this sort of um, yeah. therapeutic practice but yeah Absolutely. I'm definitely thinking about it that's really smart mm-hmm. um, let's see I'm going to kind of skip ahead just yeah. a little bit um, so what are some of I'm curious to know what are some of the more common ailments that you guys treat over and over again? I'm assuming you don't just have athletes that are coming in. Absolutely not. No. So, um, so most people know us because of our affiliation with CrossFit. Mm-hmm. So we're the medical providers for the CrossFit games. Um, so people will see like the, t- the kinesio tape is something mm-hmm. that we utilize. So people, oh, you're a Rossi, you do the tape. Yes, that's like five minutes at the end of our appointment, <laughs> but that's what people know us for. So mm-hmm. we do work with a lot of athletes, mostly because of our ability to, you know, rapid recovery. It's three visits. Most, ath- most athletes don't want to sit out for a very long time. So right. we're very applicable to that patient population. Mm-hmm. Uh, but honestly, I would say the majority of the people that we treat are not athletes. Um, we treat kiddos all the way from like six-ish, um, all the way up to, you know, the elderly, because we all have musculoskeletal injuries. I would say some of the main things that we're seeing are just a result of our more sedentary lifestyle um so we're talking like low back pain we're talking we call tech neck so where you're sitting at the computer yeah we have a whole presentation about tech neck because Ah. we do we work with a lot of employer groups um because they recognize if we can help their employees to kind of hold back the tide of what they're doing every day hunched over the computer talking Mm -hmm. on phones all that stuff then we can really help their employees stay more productive less you know pain or be more pain free and just happier overall so we're seeing a lot of that tech neck stuff um we're seeing a lot of um plantar fasciitis so like foot pain because people are sitting a lot but then when they go to exercise or be physically active their feet are not used to bearing the weight bearing the weight Mm -hmm. um we see a lot of tension headaches and i don't know i'm gonna like kind of extrapolate a little bit but whether that's from more stress Mm -hmm. I feel like people are just a lot more stressed nowadays or it's just because we are in these positions where we're on our iPhone looking down we've got a lot of tension in the neck that relates to um you know the head Mm -hmm. um we see a lot of that and we so we treat tension headaches as long as it's related to the the musculoskeletal system and not like allergy sure or or hormonal then we typically get some good results with that. But wow. yeah, I mean, we treat anything from feet all the way up to the head and everything in between. That is so yeah. neat. It is. So aside, you you talk, you touched it already, but if someone's looking to really prevent injury from home, maybe they, you know, maybe they, they're probably 
folks are probably listening thinking, I probably should go see somebody so they can give yeah. me some um, specific feedback and define the root cause like you mm-hmm. talked about. That's probably what I would mm-hmm. be the most curious to know is what is the root cause for this shoulder pain yeah. <laughs> or this knee pain um, so that I know then how to treat it from home like you were talking about. Mm-hmm. But what are some other ways you think folks can really prevent injury, whether they're sitting at a desk all day long mm-hmm. or whether they, they're, ju- they're just generally working out and they find that they have pains from um, whatever their physical fitness activities are? Right. So I would say awareness, um, again, of those patterns. So mm-hmm. maybe you have, this is the first time you're actually thinking, wow, I sit almost all day. Mm-hmm. So awareness of that, awareness of if you are on a computer, like we have some patients that do have multiple screens that they're working on during their day. So they will come in and they'll be like, oh my gosh, I have this pain in my neck. And we talk to them about what they're doing all day. And it's the fact that they have, you know, they have two screens, but they look at to the left almost all day, Ooh. right? So they have this tightness, whether it's on the right or the left side, they have to reach their for their mouse um, on the right side. So they have some like right shoulder pain because they're constantly So interesting. Reaching. So being aware of just the positions that you're in mm-hmm. all day and trying to be more neutral, I guess is okay. what I'm saying. So, um, putting your computer right in front of you, raising it. So another huge thing is try to stand more than you sit. If I could do one thing, Mm -hmm. just, if you could just change one thing out of your day, try to stand more than you sit. And you might have to build up to it because again, you don't wanna, if you sit all day and you've done that for 30 years, you might want to start with increments mm-hmm. because, again, you, you'll come in and see us because of foot pain because mm-hmm. you were sitting all day and now you're standing all day and your feet hurt. Mm-hmm. So, you know, slowly ramp up, but work to a point where you are working from a standing desk. Um, you are changing positions. So not just both feet on the ground, but you're putting maybe one up on a step, um, things like that. Um, hmm. So that's awareness. Awesome. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then another avoiding avoidance type kind of routine is again, just the self care. So using the lacrosse ball, the foam roller, I love the lacrosse ball because you can take it with you most mm-hmm. places. Um, so take it to work. Um, you try and just start with like five minutes a day. Again, everything slowly finding something that works into your routine. That's not What's the word? So it doesn't seem like so much work that you're just going to quit after the first day. Yeah. Um, And that's with anything. Um, Sure. Just slowly starting to work into that. And again, we talk about the mobility part of it, but there's also stabilization. Mm -hmm. Um, That's a huge thing. So once you kind of release everything and things are moving better, you want to look at, um, you know, getting into an exercise program Mm -hmm. and starting small. So you know, I love CrossFit, you love CrossFit, a lot of people love it, um, but make sure that if that's something that you want to pursue, that you're really nailing down the basics first mm-hmm. um, and before you're starting to do anything with intensity. I love it. Yeah. That's great. I mean, I had, I thinking about stability even to your point, I shattered my left elbow when I was, well, maybe I was 21, I think. Oh my gosh. Snowboarding incident. And, and now it's bionic. I have a whole bunch of metal in there. I was there. Um, the doctor, I'm a golfer, right? Yeah. And I remember the doctor said, this elbow surgeon, he was great. Really loved him um, in San Antonio. And he, luckily, the specialist uh, for one of the best in the whole uh, uh, country was actually here in San Antonio. So it worked Do you out well. His name? Roland. 
Dr. Roland. Anyways, (laughs) we digress. Um, But yeah, so I remember he was like, well, we can, we'll get in there. It was an emergency surgery because there were shards floating around and the elbow is one of those joints. This is, Mm -hmm. I'm going off on a tangent, but the elbow is one of those joints where you could risk paralyzation. Yeah. Um, And so anyway, so they flew me out um, on this, on this plane. It's a really long story. Anyways, from Colorado to San Antonio, he was like, you may never be able to golf again because... Just the fact that there was so much trauma to the elbow. And I was like, I'll show you. And I was still in school. I was still at at Texas A&M. And I remember sitting there like in biochemistry, just trying to rehab my elbow as much as possible, straighten it back out. And I got there. My golf game's better than ever. Um, It took a long time and it took some, some real work and some attention. But anyways, now that I have the mobility, when I started working out, in CrossFit mm-hmm. nine years ago now, um, I remember the first time I did a bench press, I was like, I couldn't believe, I thought that I had rehabbed my arms. Yeah. I thought that I had strengthened both of them back to about the same point. Mm-hmm. And it was unbelievable. I called my left arm the little engine that could. I was like, come on, tiny me down, let's do it. <laughs> It's just like struggling, shaking. It Aww. was. It was. And I've spent now nine years working on strengthening it. And yeah. yoga's helped. And a lot of body weight movements mm-hmm. helped a lot, right? Yeah. Um, push-ups and things like yeah. that. But at the end of the day, it's still weaker. Mm-hmm. And it, even now, nine years later, doing another bench press, it's still kind of a running joke that my left arm is still lagging behind. So it's a serious issue. But the strength training piece of it actually helped me relieve other parts of my Mm -hmm. body once I built it back up I had other ailments that I didn't realize I was Mm -hmm. compensating for is this the, is it the same shoulder that's bothering you? Yes. Yeah, it's probably so. I mean, related. It's probably related. Makes perfect so, sense. Yeah, I mean, there's all sorts of compensation patterns, and mm-hmm. that's again what Arosti specializes in is really doing that full on evaluation. I love um, it. And and kind of addressing that. So when you come to see us, mm-hmm. you're come to see us, <laughs> you'll probably find that we'll do a lot of stuff around the elbow, but mm-hmm. we're gonna or around the shoulder, but we're gonna address stabilization from like the core out mm-hmm. because it's probably not just a shoulder issue. It's probably elbow related, maybe mm-hmm. some scapular um, so strengthening. So that's just a sneak a, a sneak peek into yeah. what you might encounter when you come to see I love it and that's something I would have never have thought of I would have never have thought that my shoulder pain um which turns into tension headaches for me could be related to that but it makes perfect Mm -hmm. sense well Jess do you have anything else I know that you had a lot of really great notes but is there any other major takeaways you want to leave people with um no I mean I think we touched on most everything like I said if I had to give you just real quick some like things to start implementing or being aware of yes right now Mm -hmm. again that starting to stand more than you sit okay um um, starting to learn functional movements first. Okay. And even if you already have been doing CrossFit for a long time, yeah. go back, mm-hmm. you know, make sure that your squat looks great. Make mm-hmm. sure that your push-up is stable and you're in a correct form. You know, just ask the coach, can you look at this for me? Because there's, you know, a class of 10, 15, 20 in there. Sometimes they don't always get a chance to individually correct people. Yeah. Um, make sure your functional movements are great. Make sure, so go grab a tennis ball or a lacrosse ball Mm -hmm. and start exploring how to utilize that. Um, And then most important or last 
but not least, I would say, is your sleep health. So mm. uh, not just length of time, mm-hmm. but the quality of your environment, the positions that you're sleeping in. So you're spending eight hours a day in Ooh, bed, yeah. hopefully. Yeah. Um, so a lot of times people will come in and be like, my arm is killing me. My elbow is killing me. Mm. And then we can't identify anything else that they're doing in their life. Um, and it's usually because there's their sleep position. So they're, you know sleeping in that baby position where they're like curled up and their hands tucked uh-huh. under. Um, so they come in with a lot of nerve stuff. So anyways, sleep position, get a good bed, make sure that you're supported while you sleep. So Great. that's, that's huge. Awesome. So yeah. sleeping on your back, is that mostly what you recommend? Um, well, so it's most it's, neutral. It's different for everybody. Okay. Um, I mean, sleeping on your side with not, a, so pillow doesn't need to be like ginormous because <laughs> then you're, cre- you're cranking your neck. Uh-huh. Um, but sleeping on your side with a relatively, um, neutral p- pillow, uh-huh. uh, a lot of times a pillow between the legs because it allows your spine to be in a more, um, supportive position. Hmm. Um, you know, sometimes people sleeping on their back, it bothers them. So we'll have them put like a pillow under their legs or hmm. under their knees to kind of, um, give themselves a little bit of more of a neutral position. So, but basically it's like, you know, finding the best position for you and making sure your spine is neutral in whatever that position is. I will say sleeping in your stomach is probably not good. No boy, no. matter how you finagle it. <laughs> I, used to be a stomach, I used to be a stomach sleeper. That's uh-huh. a tongue twister. Um, and now I can't do that anymore. So mm. I know a lot of people that yeah. that's their go-to. I'm thinking so. of one in particular. It's my husband. <laughs> So, and he's young and fit, so it yeah. might not catch up with him for a long time, yeah. but it, it may. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. Oh man, we might have to do a part two episode and talk about sleep health. That's really fascinating. It is. Well, awesome. Jess, yeah. thank you so much for joining us. Tell folks where they can find you. And if they are curious about looking more into a Rosti, maybe yeah. even if we have practitioners listening here that are curious mm-hmm. to look into the business side of yeah. it, tell folks where they can find more information. So visit, if you're a practitioner and you're interested in becoming an Rosti provider, um, we are in Texas, Ohio, Illinois, Virginia, and Washington. Cool. Uh, most of the, the major metropolitan areas. So that's where we would be hiring for. Um, but you can visit www.arosti.com um, to look into that. You can also reach out to me. My email is jessica.gertner. I'm sure you all showed yeah. notes, right? Mm-hmm. So the spelling can hopefully be on there. Um, the name's <laughs> a little tricky. Uh, jessica.gertner at arosti.com. And then also, if you have any other questions, you just want to connect. I'm on Instagram at Jess paleo-ish. Um, and my blog is also www.paleo-ish.com. Um, so, you know, reach out. I love to chit chat. Um, yeah. Have a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. She's one smart cookie. So y'all are in good hands. Um, and I will, like Jess said, I'm going to link to all this stuff in the show notes. So if you're listening while you're driving and you want to get a hold of Jess or you want to look more into a Rosti, uh, go ahead and pull up fedandfit.com and click on this episode and we'll have all the direct links to everything in there. Thank you so much for coming yeah. on the show today, Jess. It's super fun. I love it. I did too. This was so <laughs> fun. Well, now I got to go kiss that uh, little great Pyrenees puppies of yours <laughs> a little bit more. He's going to bite your face off again. So. I love it. Oh my gosh. I love it so much. I wonder if he can tell. He's like, I think he can. <laughs> he is in love with Cassie. So just like everybody else, but yeah. He's like, she gets me. I know. I can tell. She knows. <laughs> she knows how hard it is to be me. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, man. Well, thank you again so much for coming on the show today, Jess. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And as always, if you like the show um, and you'd like to make sure that it gets into the hands of other people, please go on to iTunes, leave us a review. It helps a heck of a lot. Um, And that would be wonderful. Thanks again for dialing in. We'll be back again next week.